Hi everyone, LD and Sos in the building. The Good Bad Gang crew is back with what? another episode. Yeah, what up, what up, what up? Yeah, we're back! Episode 10. <laughs> I guess. I feel like we should have had stuff in the background when you said episode 10. Don't worry, put that in there. Post-production. Anyway, so my week was blah. Nothing interesting happened. Oh no, I binged watched the hands the handmaid's tales so i didn't do anything productive with my life this week what, what's the handmaid's tale um it's some it's some show based on margaret atwood's novel it's okay. like a post like a future type of whatever mm. where like some crazy christians take some parts of the bible and twist it okay so like the women are who are infertile get handmaids so you know in the bible there was a time where like rebecca could not have children and she's like take my handmaid and like she told her husband take my handmaid and have a baby with my handmaid and it will be mine right right so like they capture all the women who they who are fertile okay and they have them sleep with the you know each woman is distributed to a house all right they have no say they have no it's literally rape because obviously Mm. every every time when they're fertile they lay in bed and the husband and wife come and we're not giving spoilers right no we're not giving spoilers right. i'm not going to tell you what happened i'm just telling you what it's about i'm okay. not going to tell you like right, the no. struggles I'm just, I'm, just, and, I'm just making sure no oh yeah so anybody who watches it doesn't need to be scared but the the joke is because women it's you know women don't have a say in that era both the hands made both the handmaids and the wife mm-hmm. of course the wife has more say over the handmaids and more than more times than not the wives are evil mm. but um it is said that obviously the wives are the ones that are infertile that's why their husbands have to sleep with these other women mm-hmm. but rumor has it actually most of the men are the ones that are infertile mm. but it can be said you know that the men are infertile mm. so sometimes like this handmaids sleep with like doctors like the doctors or whatever so they can just get pregnant because right. if after two years of service they don't get pregnant once then they are sent to some some place called what's it called like a like a chemical yeah exactly so it was crazy and i just thought i just it was so twisted and it just reminded me how like people take different parts of religion for mm-hmm. their own use you know for their own benefit that kind of mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. So. it sounds like interesting it's like it is like on the hbo yeah it's no it's not on hbo it's Showtime. on hulu hulu okay, yeah the the main act the main actress or the star of the show mm. i don't know if you used to watch mad men remember peggy olsen um I that guy's watched, never the, watched mad men but the guy's typewriter secretary girl she's oh, the, right. she's the I, star i know she is yeah exactly and then there's another woman who's famous but i can't really remember her name some right. foreign name all right so you're recommending the handmaid yeah i think everyone should i mean i, I was totally freaked out every time i would see like the men sleeping with the handmaids mm. because like the wives would be there holding the women because that's how it was said it was done in the bible right that's not give too much yeah, details yeah so away. it was really it was really crazy i spent my whole week watching it thankfully it was only they only had one season and it just ended so i finished the whole season all right so so goodbye gang um tv series recommendation um handmaids it should be a good watch Think, um, and you can binge watch it since it's all out now right yeah exactly it's just one season and then the next season will be it's been renewed for another season so that's yeah, the next so, year all right so you have a tv recommendation from us here and maybe maybe i'll check it out i know i think you should i mean like the reason why i watched it was because i was hearing so much about it because it was getting critical acclaim obviously okay. like how how the ridiculousness of it all i guess yeah. and how you know it was something that could potentially happen you know people take parts of the bible or parts of other holy books and remix mm-hmm. it so yeah people really liked it interesting like me the the shows game of thrones i think is the only thing i'm i'm following right now um i don't watch power but I get the recaps of stuff on Power, even though I don't watch it, so I don't really care. So I watch Power, but I haven't watched this season. Yeah, so, so those are the two shows. I don't watch, I don't watch it, but I kind of listen to podcasts about Power and stuff, so I kind of know what's going on. Even though I've not watched a single episode of Power, and Game of Thrones is getting interesting too. So I love Game of Thrones. I'm unfortunately just waiting for when Cersei is gonna die. I feel like she deserves. <sighs> You yeah, know no, what? Let's not give any spoilers. As yeah. evil as she is, you you can't 
I respect her hustle. Her ambition is top notch. Well, it's a good story. So I think everything's coming to a head. So let's let's see where that uh, let's see where that goes, right? Yeah. So how was your week? Yeah, bye. Game of Thrones. It's only there are only three episodes out, so you could have spent your whole week doing Game of Thrones. Uh, you just spent your whole week watching Hasmin. But, but there were like seven episodes, a whole season, or no, there were like ten episodes. If whatever. I wish you had binge watching, you was binge watching the day or two. You can't, you can't use the whole week to watch a good series. No, please, oh, I don't have internet to waste at home. I have to do it in the office. My goodness. And okay, if you okay, work okay, in my. I just watch in the office in between. Like, I'd be preparing reports and watching, but whatever, you know. So, mm. let's jump straight into it. Yeah, let's go about um, the Ziani. Like, this, that's a woman that's on the hustle. Like, I think was it was two weeks ago that she returned $90 billion. Just like that. Just like that. Like you, like at the moment we were discussing it, you said it's like, that's more than Nigeria's uh, budget for the for the for the 20, 2017 budget. So somebody had in a possession that amount of money. Then obviously there was the story of the Banana Island um, condominium that they seized from her, and she paid thirty seven plus million dollars in cash. Like she actually arranged with the bank manager, they made a shell company and everything, and she actually asked the bank to come to her house where she, you know, loaded the truck with 30, 30 plus million dollars. Like, it's amazing. I can't even imagine somebody having that amount. I don't have a concept of what a million dollars can even look like based on um, Floyd Mayweather's um, Instagram video where he had like a million dollars on the table. So for somebody to actually have physically 37, 37, 30 plus million dollars. It's like, it's amazing, right? So, uh, I don't know, that's that's a lot of money. So, add that together, that's about what, how many billions of um, dollars that she has going on. So, it's 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 something. But as we discussed it, you, you brought up something saying that, uh, like, a lot of people have stolen money. Like, even somebody in our previous posts, um, Danny Tete, when he was portraying money, also had some scandal of his own with the Shell um, Corporation and selling of oil blocks, where he also um, stole a lot of money. And that kind of came and went also. But with uh, this Danny stuff, I think we've been on her since um, Buhari's um, administration came into play. And you mentioned something you like, you actually asked a question. Does her being a woman have anything to do with it? And I paused. I'm like, hmm, I've never really thought of that before. I never actually posed the question. I'm like, I didn't really go in that hard at her because she's a woman. Like, and I thought, and I, the more I thought about it, I'm like, hmm, this is actually possible because I can imagine all those men there saying that, how can a woman steal this much money and we are there? And how dare she? And maybe she didn't grease some of the powers to be and, and they're just after her. Now, rightfully so, if they have to have for, you know, stealing and all that stuff, if that's what she did, then nobody can complain about that. But it was a nice thought experiment you had me do when I thought about it, like, is she do, are we after her this bad because she's a woman? If it was a man, would this have been one of the stories that would have just come and gone? I don't know. It's really interesting. I feel like... Um so everybody knows what she did was bad. So I'm not going to, you know, say on this podcast. Um, I'm not going to crucify her on this podcast some more and be like, yeah, she's this, she's that. What she did was bad. Finish. We all know she stole money. She deserves to be punished. But my point is, I don't see or I've never seen other men get hounded the same way Daizani is getting hounded. So I'm going to make it a bit more personal, like I like to do sometimes. I There's someone I went to... Okay, I didn't go to school with him, but I met him while I was in university. And his dad has been on um, the government's radar for stealing like a shitload of money. Of course, I'm not going to mention his name here. But anyway, this guy is meant to be in Kirikiri. Or he, yeah, he's meant to be. And his case has been in court for like 10 years. Now, I can tell you for a fact that number one, Mr. Man is not in Kirikiri. He's in his house, not in Lagos, in his hometown. Number two, his wife is a member of the House of Assemblies for their state, and she is still a member. 
you know, no one even said, okay, because your husband did this or whatever, you should resign. Number three, he's still on social media, posting himself, um, shouting on people or throwing money high up, um, throwing money at like poor people or beggars coming to me. My point is he's still living his life. The, the opera about him and what he did has gone down. And I tell you, he's still just as much as Daisyani stole. But nobody seems to be, you know, on his case. Nobody seems to be shouting about it. Yes, his case is in court, his case is in court, finish. If Daisyani was doing the same thing he was doing and walking around like she didn't steal anything, I don't think it would fly. So in my opinion, because she's a woman, you know, everyone is like, what? how can she, how dare she? Women should be, you know, the normal women should be seen, not heard. And then she had the guts to steal all that money. Like I said, what she did was wrong it was wrong so you know we're not here to crucify her some more but i feel like she's getting the worst of it all simply because she's a woman because there are many more people who have stolen money there are many more people who have done worse and they're walking free even though yes there was an opera but even in this new regime where buhari is going after people who have done bad stuff we heard about it in the news it went on for a while and that was it but there seems to be like some price on Daisani's head. Like, yes, we have to finish her. Like, she had she. Why must she be the only example? You know, are there are they trying to say there are other people that they've forgiven or other people don't deserve the same kind of punishment that they are meting out to her? If they're gonna treat her this way, then they should treat everyone from the previous administration who's been caught stealing the same way. If they're gonna be making noise about her, then they should make noise about everyone else. So. Like I rightfully said, in my opinion, she's getting the worst of it all simply because she's a woman. Because I don't see anybody else getting, you know, bashed the same way she's getting bashed. I don't see anyone. They're literally asking for this woman's head on a stick. Do you think maybe it's ethnicity more than gender? Do you think her being Igbo is actually a greater impact than her being a woman? Um, You know what? I thought about that at a point in time. But then I realized all the other people who seem to be... um. Well, the men, for instance, my friends that I was talking about, mm. he's Igbo. Okay. So, you know, at a, there was a time where I actually thought maybe it also had to do with the fact that she's Igbo and we all know what's going on in society. But as I was talking about my friends that I realized, my friend that my friend is Igbo, pure and through. Maybe his mom isn't pure Igbo, I don't know. But my friend's dad is Igbo. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So, I feel like while ethnicity might have been a strong point for me to at some point in time i've realized it doesn't have anything to do with it i feel like it's just because she's a woman women just seem to get i feel like politically women are destroyed like women make the slightest error and they are destroyed the same the same mistake that their male counterparts will make they will bear the the run the run <laughs> the run i don't know it's like this south korean president the last female president mm. they're actually going to um air her trial live is she going to be... I, I don't know much about South Korean pro- politics, but they're trying to say that other presidents haven't done wrong. Yeah, I can't really speak to that. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just trying to say what, generally... I don't know what she's being charged for. Um, they said whether, bribery. Whether she did it or she didn't do no, it. No, they said she, she's being charged for bribery, which is fine. She should definitely mm-hmm. go to court and she should definitely ha- she should have her day in court. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if she's wrong, she's wrong. Yeah, and if that's but, how they treat other politicians, but I, I'm I, saying, I can't speak for the Korean... Yeah, but I'm, government or have. I know I Korea, feel like I, very strict laws. No, we're talking about South Korea, not South, North Korea. Yeah, South, same thing, no, South, South Korea. Korea is the one with the... I don't want to be... I don't want to be kidnapped from my house at some point in time. So yeah. anyway, North Korea is the one with the guy who's yeah, family. I, I, I'm not saying we rather I, stick to what we know. I don't, I I'm just saying I hear more about yeah. female politicians when they do wrong as opposed to male politicians. That's all I'm trying to say. So if we're bringing it back home, I feel like Women just when Ngozi Okonjo Ewela to made mistakes, they shouted about it. And if Kemi makes a mistake now that she's Minister of Finance, they will shout about it next term. You know, so I'm sticking to it like Daisani is just being rightfully so. She's being persecuted, like I said, rightfully so, but harder than men who have done the same thing or who have committed worse. Yeah, like, obviously, there's no empirical data to point to about this. But like I said, once when you when you mentioned it to me, I had to do the thought experiment and think about it and say, is she really being targeted because she's a woman? Obviously, there's nothing, there's nothing that can be pointed to to actually prove this. But just thinking about it, obviously, her name has been ringing for a very long time. 
I wish there was a case by case so I could pull up names and compare but these things I had to had to do. But it's really a thought experiment but I think everybody should do and think about it that, you know, her being a woman, because there's no doubt about this part, Nigeria is a chauvinistic society, right? Men rule, you know, women are, you know, if they think there's any gender bias, it, it exists in Nigeria. There's no disputing, there's no disputing, uh, there's no disputing that. So it's, it's an interesting thought experiment to think about it. Yeah, and it's, it's for all you're saying, it is very possible, like like I said a little bit earlier, that the guys in charge are like, how dare she as a woman steal this much money? How dare she does all this stuff and we must bring her, we must bring her down. Rightfully so, if, as, as you said, but... Like I said, this podcast is not about crucifying her. We all know that she deserves to be in jail. But, um... Yeah, in Ni- we can say that Nigeria is a chauvinistic society, but like I said, worldwide, you tend to... For God's sakes, Margaret Thatcher was Prime Minister at some point in time. We all know what she was called. Theresa May is now Prime Minister. She's the second female Prime Minister, and we all know what she's going through. I'm just saying, generally, women in politics are judged harsher, in my opinion. I might be wrong, but that's the way I see it. Yeah, but with Theresa May, everybody has read a little bit on that. She seemed, she miscalculated and did a lot of missteps on her own. So I'm not sure I can put that to her being a woman. I'm saying people that make the same mistakes. Did David Cameron not make mistakes too? And he was brought to the carpet too. So I'm no, not sure he, he resigned on his own. I'm just saying that David Cameron spent a lot. I mean, David Cameron has single-handedly been blamed for Brexit. Right, so but I'm saying if Theresa May was the cause of Brexit, it would be you know, a totally different situation right now. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm free. I'm not saying that women cannot be criticized. So I didn't say, uh-huh. see, that's, so, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I feel like women are judged harsher. Should they be criticized when they make mistakes? Yes, everyone should be criticized. Whether a woman, child, yeah, boy, I'm girl, not saying, transgender. When you brought the Theresa May stuff, I see, I could, I've not seen anything or I've read any op- op-ed pieces about her, her being, a, as a woman, being the criticism. Everything I've read about it was everybody says she miscalculated when she brought up that early electron electron we all know she so so i don't see any harsh criticism i feel like okay see here's the thing nobody have you seen any paper saying that because there is a woman she's been it was because i said it so a newspaper doesn't have to tell you that because she's a woman or whatever if someone is thinking about it then you know it could be something that is possible. So you don't need a newspaper to tell you that because she's a woman. A newspaper did not tell me that because Daisyan is a woman. It was just something I thought yeah, of. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, for, for what you're t- thinking too, it's not definitive either. I'm just saying that's why I say it's a thought, ex- it's a thought experiment. Yeah, but, but I don't want us now extrapolating that to all politicians. Um, the reason all, why all I said everyone should think about it is because while we might be talking about Nigeria, not everyone who's listening is Nigerian. So they might not be able to relate to what we're saying that's all like so think about it in terms of your own country or wherever it is that you're living are women judged harshly for making the same mistakes that men do do they get the same type of penalty that men in their positions you know make that's what that's all i'm saying like using daizani as a case study obviously but it is what it is right yeah as i said you know if you're corrupt and you know you're caught uh, you should get the full um, letter of the the law um, brought on your. You should get the punishment you deserve. Yeah. Whether you're man, woman, transgender. Bobby Valentino. You know how we do. It's another one. I saw you walking down on Melrose. You look like. Angel, straight out of heaven, girl. I was blown away by your sexiness. Now all I have to do is catch up to you. Slow down. Yeah. yeah speaking of transgender, we had Bobby Valentino, and everybody remembers who he was. He had a couple of hits in the. I liked Bobby Valentino. He had to slow down, tell me, yeah. you know, all those songs. Yeah. And he had the, ooh, girl, tell me, 
Yeah, yeah. So yeah, anyway, yeah, 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 with a transgender woman and you know she had a video on the internet that Bobby Vantello didn't give him his money so it became a whole bro haha about stuff and you know anyway he brought he, he replied saying actually he didn't really deny it he just replied saying that people he has seen all the funny memes and people should um you know do something better with their time or whatever it is but funny enough us here in Nigeria I guess specifically in Lagos we had our own should I call it gay? It's not really a scandal per se, but you know, I think sometime in the week, late in the week, there was like a Lagos State Police Command, like and the pictures online of them arresting um, a group of quote unquote allegedly gay men for uh, you know for gay crimes. And to be honest, I was actually wasn't aware till of till very recent, maybe like three four weeks ago. That actually being gay was a crime. Ha! The, you do not hear of the law about fourteen years. That's what I'm saying. Being gay marriage. No, the, being gay. Like if you're caught in any gay um activity, not. That's why I said I'm not saying. I'm telling you, I did not know. Yeah, that, I'm, I saw like literally everyone because I remember there was an uproar when the law came out. Yeah, maybe I was not in the country when the law came out. But as I said, I wasn't aware actually being gay. I knew there was something about gay marriage because there was a protest all that stuff I saw on CNN or whatever. But I didn't know there was actually a law that you could not that actually being gay itself was was a punishable offense, like you said, fourteen years. Because actually, if I'm even disclose something, I was really hoping I was thinking about it in my head for it, like as a as a podcast um, to actually interview somebody that's living openly gay in Nigeria. So obviously. It's not possible to live openly gay in Nigeria because it's a uh, it's a crime. Fourteen years in in prison. Now the whole homosexuality thing. An, an interesting thing is all men, no women, just all men. So the homosexuality thing is a very touchy. Homosexuality. Homosexuality stuff is a very touchy issue because of how religious of a society we live in, right? So everybody's hyper pseudo even people that are not so religious they band together on this on this stuff saying it's a it's a sin and you know we all know what the bible says or people's interpretation of it so i don't really want to delve in it too much because you just get down in the whole quiet mind maybe some other time something that can be discussed about it but what struck me about it is the hypocrisy of it like out of all the things that the policemen could be doing, we hear of the atrocities going on in um, Ikorodu with the Bado gang. Um, Lekki everywhere is flooded. And what are resources being used to do to round up men about their sexuality? Now, this is not about whether you are for or whether you are against, whether it is right, whether it is wrong, immoral, whatever it is. I'm saying the states... Don't we have bigger priorities than going to pick up poor? And I'm using that word in in a very strategic way. Pick up poor gay men, allegedly, to arrest them and throw them away into the prison for what? There are tons of rich gay people. I'm sure they, they know who these people are. They know those more upscale joints where these people go to. And they dare not go there. So this thing is even more than just a uh, gay homosexual thing. It's also a class thing. It's also a class thing. It's about poverty. Because I'm pretty sure nobody is touching. Even someone like Bobrisky. If they're really... Bobrisky has been out in the open. If they're really all about that. When they have gone to go arrest Bobrisky that's all up in the in the open. Versus some poor guys in the, in the, in the hotel room. So the hypocrisy is just too much. There's so many things to focus on that this should be this should be the list of um, the list of the worries of the government right now. Isn't so this is not about being right or wrong, whether you stand against them or not for them. 
And to get even a charge for somebody that commits a, a crime, a white-collar crime, you can't do it. But you're quick to arraign um, people into the courtroom when people can when people can seek justice for people that get raped and other um, victims. So that's my only just a little clear about that. Okay, so in 2014, the homosexuality law in Nigeria was 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 the word was put into effect that anyone caught in any form of homosexuality would spend 14 years in jail whether you were male female or whatever now there was an uproar because people said the people in the senate who were passing the laws should be ashamed of themselves because more often i mean this law is just two three years ago so if you were in the country two three years ago you should be aware of it um, people said how mentioned how senators and people in the House of Reps and all these people show how they engage in homosexuality. Like, if you read the Allegedly. Nigerian if you read the Nigerian papers enough, you see all these stories about people coming out about how this governor, um, you know, paid him money for Allegedly. for this or that or whatever. So Nigerians couldn't believe that these same senators were actually passing it into law. And I mean. Not to be funny, but we all know that all these um, politicians engage in very shady acts. So it wasn't hard to believe that, you know, some of them might be engaging in, you know, whatever it is that we, we might want to term it. Now, the issue was that people started getting scared because they were like, if my neighbor doesn't like me, or how, how do you define what homosexuality is in the country? Is it me just holding my holding the hands of another female or two guys holding hands? Or that means that if my neighbor doesn't like me, he can go and report me for being a homosexual because there were no definite um, lines. or Yeah, there were no definite lines to prove. You know, it was just as long as you were reported or suspected. So it wasn't if you if you were even like caught in the act or whatever. And I remember um, last month, I realized how serious it could be because last month um, there was a girl who came into the country that I had to do a tour for, and she saw two guys holding hands, and she went, "Is this a normal thing for like two guys to hold hands in Nigeria? Are they gay?" You know, um, and she she had all these questions that she was asking, and I realized how if it was somebody else those people could probably be in jail now because while they might have just been friends because sometimes nigerians just hold each other's hands or whatever you know? so to me it's a very common as in since i was in nigeria yeah, so it's very common appearance for men to hold hands and something it's not a culture it's not a cultural shock in a way because when you're in nigeria you see men holding hands and that kind of stuff and it means nothing if you go to the u.s or something and you necessarily won't hold hands with another guy because it could be seen a certain way. But in Nigeria, you see guys with their hands wrapped around each other and walking and nobody thinks twice whether these guys are gay or not. So it made me realize how um, people were right. If someone doesn't like you and they see you, they see you holding hands with someone, they, they might as well just walk you to the um, police station. So, you know, when I heard about the people who were arrested during the week, it got me thinking like, are these people actually gay or someone just has a vendetta against them because even the lgbt community in what country was it i can't remember right now released a statement on how this could lead to violence because like policemen well we all know how nigerian police some nigerian policemen are every little thing they use it as an act to be violent against people so you know there was an opera about how how do you know who is gay and who is not gay how are you going to stop policemen from just being violent towards anyone just, and you know putting masking it under the umbrella of you being gay or you know breaking the law so for me i saw these people and i just thought there's a possibility that half of them might not even be gay number one so they're just going to be in jail because somebody has some sort of um vendetta or just doesn't like them number two like you said do we not have anything better to do with our lives than you know arresting people for their sexuality like is it really none of our business i mean even if we're going to say that the bible says this or the bible says that the bible doesn't hate gay people like the bible usually says i hate the sin not the person so really don't we have anything better to do than to you know poop it so how is putting someone in jail for 14 years going to stop them from being gay and you're gonna put them in jail like with other men like i I don't really get it so are you going to now put them in jail with women and force them to um 
turn back to being heterosexual like it, it makes no goddamn sense to me so i heard this and i just thought yeah so you're going to stick gay people like let's even imagine that everyone that was arrested is gay you're gonna put them in the same jail cell and while you're sleeping at night and they're just going to continue whatever it is that you know they're doing so for me it's just it's too bad we don't it's too bad we don't really do investigative journal journalism in nigeria so much because if the law has been up for three years as far as i know this is the first time people have been arrested in mass for being gay right as far as i know anyway so what was the impetus for this why now so there's something underneath it there's something going on because this is not, as you said, you said there's not a new law. This quote unquote place is a, has been known as a popular um, hangout for uh, for gay people or whatever it is. So obviously they've known about this place. People have been coming in and out. So why now? Why then? So there's, there's something going on bigger than whether they're gay or not just gay and why they're targeting them right now and if the law was serious there was a documentary that was released a couple of months ago about the gay where gay people you know they spoke to gay people um gay people said how their parents know how some of their parents accepted it some were caught in the act that kind of thing and if the law was that serious they would have demanded that some people showed their faces in that documentary because i remember one saying well i don't really care like if anyone knows so like i said this could just be some act of vendetta or violence or what if there was a gay policeman who tried to you know um hook up with one of the uh, anything could have happened he tried to hook up with one of them he felt insulted that he was um rejected i'm like that's what i, I said that's why i said it would be nice let's let there's some some um, journalistic investigation could be done and we could find out what the what if there's some other sinister thing going on behind this now the law is the law how sh- no matter how shitty it is the law is the law you can't change it that's what it is right now unless we, we have to advocate and they go back and they they um i don't know what process is to remove a law from the law books repeal repeal they re- sorry yeah they repeal they repeal the law and even all that proof whatever it is you still have to go to court the judge has to the judge has to you know take the matter on you have to pre- prevent um, present evidence and the lawmakers can make laws the judges is up to the judge to interpret the law so obviously till a big case actually goes to court and the the judge does the judgment which will now come into law as a precedent that will be used to judge other future cases so I, like i said this is the first time i've heard of any people person being arrested for this and i've not really done any research to see if anybody in nigeria has actually been um persecuted in um in courts and jailed for being uh, for being gay. Like I said, to me, this is not about gay or not gay. To me, this is about the hypocrisy. This is about classism, rich versus poor. There are lots of rich people in the media and in certain parts that are definitely, you know, can be suspected as gay. They want this to be something, and they chose to pick up these people versus those people so there's a lot going on here and to me it's just the the hypocrisy is too much it's, it's like like focus on this stuff we have way more stuff to worry about than than this okay i guess i guess that's it about that For a minute it was looking like I didn't know one of those guys Looking for a special lady to say me Let me tell you the people that should be persecuted Women who are sponsoring their men's lifestyle And allowing their men to act like they're the ones responsible for taking care of the family when they're really not And I feel like it's a thing that has slowly gained, gained ground in Well I don't know if it happens all over the world but in Nigeria Women, sometimes women are the heads of the home and you know they act like the men are the ones providing i've heard about it a dozen times a woman will withdraw all her salary and then go and give it to the to her husband so he will now distribute the money as he sees fit and also so that you know people will say yeah he's the one making the dough i i don't know like there are two schools of thoughts one school of thought says it allows your man keep his ego in what is your school of thought live according to your means 
let me tell you why this started um i saw it um a tweet where someone wrote if your boyfriend cannot afford a cake for you on your birthday buy one if you can and make your friends believe he got it for you and someone replied saying and this is how many nigerian women are secretly supporting their families but still massaging their husband's ego and there's a book i'm reading now smart the smart money woman by arese arese ugu it discusses four women and there's one woman who actually makes a lot of money but she's sponsoring her husband's lifestyle and unfortunately in sponsoring her husband's lifestyle her husband is also using her money to take to you know take women around town things like that and he's cheating on her with her own money everyone knows i, I think she knows but she decides to you know turn a blind eye the man fiction but arisa is a lagos girl so she kind of based it off stories that she's heard you know that kind of thing okay um she the man is using his wife's money to build house for his mother she's the one paying school fees when they go out for dinner she's the one paying and then he's using her money to floss and flaunt with other little girls and he's taking them out why can't you live according to your means your husband cannot afford something he cannot afford something like i understand massaging your husband's ego but must you do it to the extent where you are portraying a false lifestyle or where you are portraying a false life do you get what i'm saying like before your husband married you he knew how much you were earning if you're not satisfied with what he can afford or what he can get you you know then why are you with him now i'm not saying you shouldn't contribute to the home i'm not saying you shouldn't like help around or you shouldn't give money but why are you pretending that your husband bought you something if he didn't I don't know if you get where I'm coming from. Like, like to me, the tweets were two different stuff. What the, the initial person saying that women should go buy themselves a cake and pretend it's from your boyfriend for your birthday if you can afford it versus um, the woman supporting a man's lifestyle. To me, I think they're two different. That's how I we start now. When you buy cake and say it's your boyfriend that bought it for you, you people will get married soon. You buy a car, you say it's your husband that bought it for you. You build house you say it's, it starts from the basic things what you allow from the beginning is what will continue so in as much as the tweets are different it still ends up becoming one whole thing if, if, okay, if you want to look at it that like that's fine to me sometimes that's why i don't really take twitter too much because there's no nuance in twitter it's all you know you're understanding you far right the far left if you're in the middle nobody actually will see that tweet you have to be one to one of the extremes or whatever it is. Now, there's this woman on, on ESPN, and if anybody watched ESPN stage still, actually, in what, what makes her interesting, the gender roles are reversed in the household. She's actually the one that goes to work, and the husband actually stays home and takes care of the kids. According to her, earlier on in their marriage, he was working, she was working. They both sat down and said they want someone to take care of the kids. And they both looked at each other's career profile and they said she had the better job she had the better prospect going forward and they decided that he stays home and be the homemaker and actually she goes to and she goes to work and and that was she, she works at ESPN she's making the big money and her husband stays at home and it's the and is essentially the home homemaker so the roles are reversed and that's how they are functioning they have three kids and the, the, their lives are working that way. Why did I bring it up? Is because it's all about agreement and stuff. Now, if, you, if you're married, this, this, so many things can happen. You're married, maybe he's doing well, you're starting up or whatever it is, and you bypass your husband, right? So if you bypass him, so you can afford more, right? But if you, you two of you, you know your husband, you live in the home, your husband has this huge ego and he can't take you anymore and you want to placate him by okay you said and some people give him the salary or yeah take the salary and share and if that works fine for you too if you're okay with it it helps you to manage your marriage and and live in peace fine i'm not going to come and shout on you on twitter how dare you do that no 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 and you go bust your you go bust your marriage because people are shouting on twitter why do you why should you um give him anything, your money, spend it as you want, blah, blah, blah. No. If that works for you, keeps your home in peace. Just the same way sometimes men placate their wives. 
you know, maybe and she's not making so much money, she has to open a store for her and essentially that store is making her money. Your your own career is what's bankrolling that store, but to keep a peace, you do it. Same kind of scenario going on. And you know, you guys go on with your marriage, you go on with your life and you live your life the the way it is. Now, men also have to have some sense in it. So if this woman is the one now bankrolling the family because she either moved up better in career, you lost your job, whatever it is. Now, you can't be that dumb asshole where she's the one taking care of the family, she's the one providing, and you now start cheating on her, you now start being physically abusive to her and stuff. Now, that's just plain dumb. In that kind of thing, how do you say it? Sit down, be humble, and try to get your own stuff together where you can get back to the point where, at least at worst, you're both contributing something to it versus become emotionally abusive or physically abusive. The man has to check his own ego at the door and say she's the one supplying the family and don't make her life any much harder for her. So to me, it can work. It doesn't mean anything for a woman to be the one supplying whatever it is as long as the man is trying his best to come up, to come meet her and they can both sit down together, talk together and make it work. It doesn't have to be this this um, World War One, World War Two type situation where you know two people cannot broach it with uh, with some kind of level of civility and keep their marriage moving and stuff. It's either when the woman, the man, has a big ego and cannot um, control himself and put himself in check and understand this woman is working so hard getting it together. Don't make her life any harder. And the same thing as the woman, if it's your man, he's down. You don't kick him when he's down either. You don't go and say, yeah, yeah, man, blah, 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 and you want to stay married with him. So it's, it's as I said, you know, there's no black and white here. You can stand the two extremes, but you, you can also meet in the middle, and you guys balance it, and you, and you guys make it work. That's the way I see it. Okay, so I think you made a good point, but you totally missed the point of the tweet. The tweet said, buy cake and pretend like your boyfriend bought it buy cake and pretend like your husband bought it so you brought up the espn woman but we all know she's the one abby taking care of the family she's not pretending you missed the most vital part nobody is saying nobody is saying that the woman cannot be the one bankrolling the family but why do we now have to get to the point where you're pretending like you have to buy something, then pretend like your husband. I don't know if you okay. That's that's what. That's wait, wait, let me just say something. Let me. I let, let, let you let, say let, your let, piece. Let so me, let me say my piece. Right, so Valentine Day comes. My boyfriend cannot afford to buy me stuff, and then because I'm feeling some type of way, I'll now go and buy myself gifts and say that my boyfriend bought it. Why? Who, who am I trying to prove a point to? Like, why am I? That, that's the point. LD, what did your boyfriend get you for Valentine's Day? Nothing. It's between me and my boyfriend. Like, I don't get. A relationship is between two people. It's not between five people. But when you now have to get to that point where you start doing stuff and pretending like your partner did it for you, I feel like that's where the problem is. Okay, so I got out of a relationship. Speaking about my personal life. But anyway, I got out of a relationship um, a while ago. And I realized, when I saw that way, I, I remember, it, it made me remember stuff. So I remember, like, I would, ha- would want to buy something. And then, no, not I would want to buy something, sorry. My boyfriend would see some, my ex, sorry, would see something and he'd be like, oh yeah, so you want that, right? I'm like, yeah. And he'd be like, okay, I don't have any money. You know, pay for it and I'll give you the money back. Did I ever get my money back? No. So I paid for it myself, right? And before, when I thought that I would get my money back, if someone asked me, oh, who bought this for you? I'd be like, yeah, my boyfriend got it for me. You know, that kind of thing. But then one day, I sat down and I realized I was the one buying it for myself. I wasn't getting my money back. He was, you know, ideally, yes, he was the one who would say, oh, so I saw these shoes that I thought you might like and blah, blah, blah. Or let's say we're going for a wedding. Okay, pay for the Ashley B and I'll give you back the money. So, you know, if I'd gotten the money back, I'd be like, yeah, my boyfriend bought it for me. But no, he did not buy it for me. Is there a problem if he did not buy it for me? No. Why do we now have to pretend though that he bought it for me? Is it so that he can feel good? My also that my friends can look at him like, yes, he's the man. He can be the man in another way. Do we have to like, see, I feel like people just keep pretending. And keep let, me pretending. Ter- let me interrupt for a second. See, that's why I don't want to compare the two tweets together. That, 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 that's my point. That's why, that's why I didn't feel the two tweets were related. What, everything you're saying, I agree. I agree with it. I didn't. That's why. That's why I knew to me it was two type of different kind of things. Now, for you to buy stuff for yourself and pretend your boyfriend bought it for you, and 
you know, some, on, stupid or, 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 or sometimes somebody, um, sometimes some girls don't even have a boyfriend and they buy something and it's from an No, no, I, I feel like I understand so, where the other ladies tweet. She was saying, and this is how many Nigerian women are secretly supporting their families but still massaging their husband's ego. So I felt like what she was trying to say is, many Nigerian women are supporting their families. That's not a problem. But then half of them are pretending like their husbands are the ones supporting the family. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I went through my whole long soliloquy. I, I, I can get when people are married and the husband is down. His ego, of them, course, and the ego, woman ego is down, step and, up. and she steps up. Yeah, and maybe I, I know, I know, I know a family where the husband is not doing, wasn't doing so well. The wife was doing so well. The kids intuitively knew who had money, so a lot of times they want to go meet their mom for something, but their mom say no. Go ask your father for it. Even everybody knew, plus the man, knows the money is coming from the woman, but just because, in our mind, a family structure. If the kids want something, you go meet your father. Your father approves that, then we go get it. Even though the kids kind of of age knew, you can't hide things from kids. Mommy is the one that really has the dough. At the end of the day, mommy that's really buying it. But never will she agree to that. Go meet your dad. If your dad says you can get it, we get it. So it's so so that so so that, but so, so there's that, a difference. So if your dad says we get it, we get it. Abby? But she wasn't pretending like... I, f- I feel like we're missing... You understand? Pretense is the problem. That's the point with the kids. Even though it was from this... Even though it was the woman paying for it, she made it seem like it's the man that is paying for it. In their because house. In their but was she going out and pretending like... Do you get... I feel like we're not getting this straight. Pretend... What I'm saying, she's... It might be for the children. So when the children go outside, say, who bought it for you? It's your father. When they go... Even when they go outside... Even when the, the car they bought, it's the woman that bought the car. She'll say it's my husband's car. She, she will not go out in their family meeting and family members, my car, my car, husband is sitting down there like a, something, even though it's her car. So I'm saying in that situation, in, in the marriage type setting, if the woman decides to placate things and kind of um, massage his ego, whatever it is, because the man, whatever, the man is in a certain place and he pushes, he pushes that and push that narrative out there. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. As long as they have the understanding, and the man is not an asshole about it, where you're you're on the low side, and she's doing all this stuff, and she's helping you out till you get to you get yourself in um to get yourself in a certain level. Then you now start using the same money to you know cheat on her and something. I understand that. To me, it's a totally different thing than you buying yourself gifts. On your own volition this is not a marriage where you are raising a family there are there are real stakes to me when it's a marriage there are real stakes to it there are real stakes going on there in raising in having a marriage raising children there's real stakes they're not the one that is your birthday and you buy yourself cake too so you can put something on instagram so you can save my boyfriend but what, what, what's the point of that put it there you bought it your boss your boss your boss chick you bought it for yourself. Why pretend that? So some, is there some, anything some wrong with a married woman buying herself a Louis Vuitton bag? I mean, sorry. So should a married I I structured it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So a woman, a married woman buys herself a Louis Vuitton bag, then pretends, then says, "Oh, it was my husband that bought it for me." What is so wrong in her saying she bought it for herself? There's nothing wrong with that one. There's no problem. Why she, she can say she bought it for no, herself. Because, no, because you were talking about children. I, I like you said, stakes are different. Like we're talking about the family. But this tweet is clearly talking about ridiculous that's why, that's things. Why, that's, why, that's, why, that's why I tried to separate the first one from the second one. I agree with you. If, if you know, as a wife, there's a lot of wives, they buy, if, you, if you as a wife, you don't have bought yourself the expensive bag. Why, why is the point why of you saying your husband? husband bought it? Like, I don't understand. So I will now take my own money buy a cake for myself you know what's even funny what if you and your boyfriend are on the same level but because you don't want people to look at your boyfriend like he's why, should, feel you, like why should you care what people think that's exactly i so, feel like you need to be satisfied and comfortable in your relationships and i feel like that's the problem with a lot of relationships today everybody is putting their eye on another person's and uh, marriage or whatever or thinking what would people think about me if i told them that my boyfriend did not buy me cake or what would people think about me if i told them, I, yes. do you know what if your boyfriend even bought you a cake for your birthday you don't even have to tell people you know it's funny it's, how it's, like it's about the instagram life i'm, I'm gonna put twitter it's about instagram lifestyle 
It's about IG honeys. IG babe. What they call it in Nigeria? Slim, slim mama. I don't know because people tell you what they set as their priorities, not mine. Uh, so slay, slay mama, stuff like that. So it's about that. If nobody, if nobody sees what cake you were bought or whatever it is, so, so sometimes it's a glorious thing, right? If one cake, it's wahala. If she doesn't have like four different cakes to put in the picture, eh, eh, that's what. So it's about that. It's about Instagram lifestyle. If there's no Instagram to post these things with, you be in your house and you eat your cake. You give your neighbors, you share it out the one cake that you got. Now if you don't get this cake, what's the, I, what, what is the um? I think we had one Juru one time where her boyfriend only bought her iPad, the other one that is not really time bought her iPad and sewing machine and it was a big something. What was it all about? About posting and the man, the guy was begging, begging him not to post. So to me, it's all about the People Instagram need to get lifestyle. their priorities straight. I have never posted a gift on Instagram. I have never posted a cake on Instagram. So because I didn't post it on Instagram does not mean that it didn't happen, you know. But I've never actually seen the need to show people that this is what I got. And I feel like that's why now people are delaying their um, engagement um, posts. I feel like I had, forget Banky Dumbia and this one. I have a friend who got engaged and nobody, she still hasn't put it on Instagram. It doesn't, does it stop her from being engaged? Her friends know she's engaged. Her family knows she's engaged. She's planning a wedding. Yeah, but it's not on Instagram. It's better for her because. Do you get what I'm saying? No, but I'm saying there are a lot of Lagos witches and wizards that will come and they will come after you. And it doesn't so mean like say, there's somebody there's, talking about Twitter. There's somebody that said, um, "When when is the best time for you to post or something?" The, the woman said, "After I'm married." Yes, because she like she doesn't know all these Lagos, all these Lagos and um, witches and wizards before they come out. I mean, like some people don't even post that they're getting married to like maybe they post their introduction pictures or something. something. Do you get what I'm saying? I, it doesn't. You don't. I just said somebody said yeah. after the wedding. That's when no, she you just she even waited till wedding. Yeah. Somebody did wait at least did introduction. But what I'm saying is you don't need social media to yeah. validate. Yeah. whatever is going on in your there's life there's don't there's stretch it because you want people to be like your boo is this your boo is that yeah. like forget it it's yeah. not that serious yeah so there's even a, actually an interesting story that kind of blew up um twitter um this week so there was a so there was this girl she posted about her friend right so she had a friend who by her own account is a playboy fine guy somebody that if he, if he speaks to a girl the girl heart melt and essentially guy was a lateral around my them. heart doesn't melt just by the way you haven't seen him yet <laughs> so it's a lateral all around town so according to her you now met what she quoted as a plain jane but the girl was very um hard working very independent and he fell in love with her so even though he fell in love with her and she was clearly number one he didn't start him from his going ways and he was still doing his thing seven months into the relationship he um proposed to her and you know he had an elaborate um he had an elaborate um he had a wonderful proposal a, party you know how you surprise the babe balloons everything everything yeah, so was good so apparently it was a real big bra but according to the friend that was there you know the girl didn't really react all that excited she didn't post anything talking about pink posters posting stuff she didn't post anything i'm she not gonna post when i get engaged sir. yeah she didn't tell her friends or whatever and later on they now did also a traditional wedding which was also a big grand affair two weeks after the traditional they had the wedding so night of the wedding the woman says you know the guy wants a knack woman says she doesn't want a knack the guy's like all right it makes sense you know wedding day for something you know it's a full whole day like you know we have the rest of our nights to be knacking so let's go so roll this along three months time still no sex and the woman does a good job. She's taking care of the home. She cooks, she clean, but no sex. And you know, she just refuses the guy. So the guy is like, what the heck? Ran to her parents to report. Your daughter is not putting out. The parents shout, shout, shout. They want to bring in the church members into it. So after all the shout and everything, the girl broke down and said, this is the problem that her husband repulses her that the thought of him touching her process that like what happened she was like when they were dating the boyfriend actually gave her a key and one day she came to the apartment opened the door she saw um, bottles of alcohol and walked into the bedroom they didn't see her she caught him having sex with another woman and she said she just quietly left locked the door funny thing in the story she actually came back that same evening and had sex with him also but she said nothing about it. She said this happened twice where she caught him having sex with another woman. She didn't see him. 
she actually even followed him to a bar where she caught him playing love lovey lovey with a strange woman at the bar and she had pictures text everything that she was just showing the because they had gathered a meeting with the family and church members and she had pictures text and everything her recording of of his phone showing all that stuff and everybody was up gaps and the mother even asked her you know all of this why did you get married why did you let us spend all this money in getting married and she said she thought that maybe when they got married it could change and said so the guy was there he didn't know what to do he broke down that this is the first time he actually saw her cry usually she's like just i guess cyborg or whatever and he broke down and he said why didn't she confront him and stuff like that and anyway she said she can't do it that she wants to divorce and you know essentially they've been separated and they do this going crazy or whatever it is and this and this for a friend his friend is saying that the woman is wicked or whatever it is so it does lead to a whole firestorm of, of like what the heck went on what 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 went on what do you think like this is like when i read it i'm like i don't know what to think of it i can't understand thinking that um you can forgive a person sometimes you even want to forgive a person but it doesn't happen like you try you try i i'm starting from the back where she said she thought after marriage she'd be able to like you know work it out sometimes you really do think that you can forgive someone um forgiveness is kind of funny in your head you think i really like this person so i can forgive him um but the mind is a funny thing you know you get flashbacks like i can imagine her getting flashbacks of walking into his house and seeing these women and depending on exactly what she saw you know she she may have been disgusted but i feel like she should have brought it up you know That's who knows maybe she would have been able to totally forgive him if she had brought it up and they had sorted it out she didn't need to get married to him that's what i that's what i can't understand i can't everything you said i agree with it i I agree 100 percent that sometimes you think you can forgive somebody sometimes i can think you can live with something and you say let's do it i forgive you then the weeks play on as you said you get flashbacks and you just say you can't do it but for this one where you didn't even bring it up you didn't bring it up even that day you said you saw you caught him in the act that day in the afternoon whatever it you still came back in the evening and you, still f- and, 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 and you guys still knocked right and you were knocking all the way till we now get married and no more knocks like that's when the um post um traumatic stress kicked in or something so it's i don't know it's i, I, I feel like if she had even stopped sleeping with him like before the wedding it might have brought up the conversation like what's going on do you get what i'm saying like surely you would have been more disgusted with him touching you immediately after you saw him with another woman, JJ what I'm saying, as opposed to maybe a year later after you guys have been married. So I feel like I can understand where she's coming from, but I think that her biggest error was not bringing it up. I can't understand it because if it has like you been... went through, you went through with it. You still let him touch you. You were not disgusted when he was touching you. I I don't understand. Like yeah, I I don't get like. If she ghosted after a while, you know, right, she tried to forgive, maybe she didn't want to bring it up, it didn't happen. But for the point where you let it get in, into a marriage, that's what changes the whole dynamics of it. Because I can understand, okay, let's say, if, let's say she didn't sleep with him that day when she saw it also, I'll say it was pure shock, right? Because I, I can, it's hard to, I can't even imagine actually catching somebody in the physical, in the physical um, act. Uh, physical act. That's like forever in your memory, right? So I kind of think you just blank out. You don't even want to remember. You try to forget it. It's almost like um, some kind of syndrome where you blank it out and behave like it never happened, right? Selective memory. Selective memory, whatever it is. And you, you maybe, maybe, maybe I'm even, maybe I'm beginning to build a defense for her. You know, maybe it's like kind of selective memory. I'm just saying that we can understand where she's coming from, but we cannot totally let go of what she did because she should have brought it. You know, no one would have even blinked an eye if she brought it up before do you get what i'm saying and they said okay let's work on our relationship and she goes okay i can forgive you and then later she says you know what i can't do this do you get what i'm saying like we said she caught this guy like do you know what it means to see someone doing something like our minds are even some of us can still remember things that went on when we were much younger let's talk about when you're a full-blown adult do you get what i'm saying and you know what's going on 
so her my biggest issue was like her mother said she shouldn't have let her her parents wasted money but not just her parents everyone who contributed money to her wedding you know that was a waste she just dumped the guy high and dry now please if you're a philanderer a cheater why are you giving your partner spare key to uh, house that's another that's another like dumb, i used to that's, that's another dumb dumb that's another dummy the dummy dummy the dumb dumb clown like i'm what the f- I don't know. I don't, even if you give somebody, you have to somebody open and enter your house, and you don't even know that. How well, maybe I, ha- maybe house is like I, really big or something, uh, it's, it's, and it's the doors a, are closed. Was a flat. Wasn't okay, you are you are so into what you're. I guess doing. I said maybe like, have the alcohol and yeah. they're knocking. And but my point is, don't give someone the keys to your house if you know that you're shady as hell. Like you giving someone the keys to your house is giving them permission to turn up anytime. You I, I can't tell them you can come today, but you can't come to, and they have keys to your house. But like, but, but but that's what I was keeping thinking. Like this woman is also very scary in a way. Yes, yeah, so she's, she's very, mad. She's very scary because even me, I, I think if I even read a uh, a suggestive um, message from a from a guy to whoever I'm dating or whatever it is, that guy must drive. I can't even hold that in. Talkless of me seeing knock not once twice me also now doing stalking and now seeing all of that and you're yet you're, you're reserved you're keeping it to yourself like nothing has happened that's almost like um psycho-ish i was gonna say that like towards the end i was gonna say it just brings to light how motherfucking scary women can be women can hold things in and like what if is, is, is this a woman thing or just this is just a, this is somebody no, I, that I, might have some kind of psychosis no too okay do you know what women can hold things in but usually they burst at some point but hers is scary in the sense that these were things that she so when i say women can hold things in like maybe you offended me or something do you get what i'm saying but hers is scary in the sense that these were things that she experienced and witnessed do you get she could have been planning i mean and you know what's scary she went about her wifely duties as normal she cooked she cleaned she made sure that his house was a home to come back to everything was fine this woman could have been planning his murder and he wouldn't know you know this is how homicides happen she could have poisoned him so today nobody would know why you know i would be like oh they were such a happy couple you know they had an amazing wedding what could have happened i, I just thought this could have gone and she could have killed this that, man that is true talk like because it's just it's just too scary like what's of what sort of marriage do you guys even have when you can't even be open? There's, I mean, no, there's no line of communication there. I don't understand. It's like, how do you agree to say you want to spend your rest of your life without even talking that through? And even, let let even if, if, if it's me even, I want to say, I want you to know that. I know. I know you. I know. I know what you do. And just keep it. It's like. Let me, let me, let me, let me, ex, let me expatiate how scary this is. She got proposed to, she wore the ring, she sat down through wedding planning, she went to, she did her traditional wedding in front of both families and smiled for the cameras. She went to church and in front of a pastor said, I cleave my body to you, your people become my people. She's crazy. Yeah, so... Because she went through the motions. She had a smile plastered on her face throughout and then decided, now that we're married, I'm going to deal with you. And she didn't even deal with him, like, in the no. very extent of so it. You know, she was still doing everything that so was not, required it's of not, her. It's not deal with... I don't want to deal with her because, according to her tweet, she was, everything F was fantastic just from the fact that she didn't have sex with the man. So it's... it's, it's, it's no, I mean, like, the reason why I said it was some marriages nobody's having sex in some marriages do you get what i'm saying so it's just because even the man was bothered to it's because he bothered the man so much do you get what i'm saying right. if it was a marriage where they've resigned that okay oh, it's but as if there's no sex there's but no but, sex. but they're still young for that one and do you just, get what? just got married dude i've heard stories like you hear the craziest shit, especially like um stories about women who have heard let's say people who haven't had sex before marriage who have kept it till marriage and you know how you've gone to church and they've told you that sex is this and sex is that do you get what i'm saying mm. i've heard stories about pastors and in-laws actually begging the woman to have sex with her husband not because of anything or any trauma you get but you know when you've become so sex is bad sex is bad you get so i'm saying there are even some relationships where they've but because the guy was so bothered and he reported what if he didn't even report? Do you get? He might. They would have lived with that secret. It's even crazy. Like I don't imagine someone going right. You have to go run to your in-laws and say, uh, "Your daughter will not have sex with me." Or, that you. Have, you have to tell my mom yeah, that. You have to now run to church. See, I'm tell pastor. She will not fulfill her 
her, her, her no, no, no. I know people. I know people run to their pastors because my pastor has made a joke about it before. He's like, you know, some of you you have sex before marriage. You come to church. You now do white wedding. You think you are fooling us. We know those who are, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. It's like we. It's like there's some people till today. They are still begging their wives to have sex today because their wives are very scared of what it could entail. Like I said, you know when something has been painted to be bad and um whatever so yeah there there are some people who run to their pastors there are stories about yeah. women who go to their past there are even stories about women on the flip side who go to their pastors and say my husband will not sleep with me you know so yeah. but going to the parents <laughs> and this also proves the need i think we, they were talking about mental health and shrinks and psychologists and this proves that we need you know others um premarital counseling whatever not just with church but actually talking with somebody with a with a licensed therapist, something this is like kind of what this woman needed from the very beginning, like uh, somebody she could have talked to about this issue that she saw, and maybe that person would have guided her away from from getting uh, married. And that's scary thing came about it. She never, she, she told no one. She didn't tell the best friend. She didn't tell the pastor. She told no one. Well, we don't know whether she told her best friend or not, because you know this is from somebody's street, somebody's uncle. Yeah, but somebody from, might know. Yeah, but from what we know. At least uh, from mm-hmm. what we are told, she told no one, like zip, no one. So that kind of thing inside you is going to burn you from the inside. But anyway, so it was a weird story. Everybody had their take on it. It was on Twitter and it was just, just everything just, um, you know. So I don't know. The takeaways, I guess, don't cheat. Um, don't give specky if you know you're a cheater because they will catch you. Yeah. Um, speak out. Speak out. If something is bothering you you know um and men be careful of your women you never know what they're harboring against you yeah kind of thing so yeah you know we can't believe we've done 10 episodes we're like legit excited at some point in time we thought we were gonna stop but here we are we did yes we did because some people were taking it too seriously and some people were taking it not seriously allegedly apparently whatever Anyway, so thank you for listening. Subscribe on iTunes, Good Bad Gang, SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. It's Good Bad Gang everywhere. Let us know what you think. Let us hear from you. Um, send us questions. Send us topic ideas. If there's anything you want to know about Sus, send it in. If there's anything you want to know about me, send it in. If there's anything you want to talk about, if there's something, you know, whatever it is that you want to hear, just let us know. Um, and we'll look into it, okay? So, peace yeah. from the gang. This one for the realest girl. Eh? Yeah. Eh. Yeah. If your girl look good and she never boring, then you know that I'm really good vibe. And she cook your good food and she always caring, then you know that I'm really good vibe. If your man didn't love you real good in a bed, then you know that I'm really good vibe. And if I give you full satisfaction, my girl, then you know that.